0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I am very proud of thousands of volunteers of United Hatsala who left their homes at 6.30 in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, and rushed down to help out the people who were in trouble, people who needed help, thousands of victims that we were treating, people who were injured, very difficult situations. My wife, Giti, who is Sadekis, he left Yerushalayim. We left we all together for, for Simchas Torah. And she left Yerushalayim. She went down there. She's a paramedic. She was able to save at least 40 people that she saved with her own hands. She was there for well, 36 hours straight, treating people under fire. She was in Shteyroth. Missiles were flying above her head, and she heard bullets next to her ear. And she continued working together with other heroes. Where were and you? Unbelievable. Where were you? we had. Where were you, Ellie? I was in Yerushalayim, we were all together in Yerushalayim, and I was woken up at 7, sorry, 6.40. We had a volunteer, his name is Rabbi Chaim Sassi. He was driving, he was going to shul, he, was, he had a talis on him. He was going to shul in Road. he lives in Road. he's used to missiles, he's used to everything, he doesn't get excited from it. And all of a sudden he gets a call on the hotel radio that they have a shooting in the, in the police station. So he runs back home, he jumps on the ambicycle. And he starts driving towards the police station. When he gets close to the police station, he sees the fire going on, the shooting. He takes out his weapon while he's driving that cellar ambulance He holds it. He's a, he's, a, he's a dying. He's a dying. He's not a young guy like 20 years old. He takes out his weapon from his right side, and he points it towards the first terrorist he sees. He, he hit four terrorists. One of them he killed right away. Four of them he injured seriously. Then he felt a bullet in his arm and his face and his leg, and he fell off the ambulance Ali was down on the floor. He fell off the ambicycle. He called for help. And that's when they called me already. They said, he said, we have 25 terrorists here in Well in Once they called me and said 25 terrorists in Shterot, I knew something is bad because Shterot, they have to pass through other villages to get to Shterot, other Yishuvim, other Kipputzim. Then we heard the missile attacks. And then we heard other, other, other attacks. We had another volunteer in, in, in Kfar Aza who was yelling for help. He said terrorists are everywhere. So I knew already the situation is really, really bad. I didn't know it was a war. I thought a few terrorist groups came in. So we all got up. My whole family's in Hatzalah. My wife, my kids. I have five kids in Hatzalah. My son's in the Army. My son's in the Special Forces now. So right away, I'm like, we're all like running everywhere. I ran to the Hatzalah station in Yushalayim, the main headquarters. And I we have 10 dispatchers at night, 10 dispatchers. I knew right away they're not going to have enough dispatchers. We were getting phone calls from women and people crying on the phone, save me, save me. We we're hiding in the attic. It sounded like a movie. It sounded like I'm in the Holocaust Museum in, in Yad Vashem. They were hiding, Jews were hiding in the attic, and they were asking us for help. We couldn't, we couldn't send troops to help them rescue them because it was too dangerous. But then that moment, Amisro came together. I can't explain to you. I had people running to the Hatsala station with Tilesim from shuls everywhere. It looked like the Yom Kippur War, like pictures from the Yom Kippur War. Hundreds of volunteers with Talaisim. They were just taking keys for ambulances, jumping on vehicles and just riding down south. They didn't know where they're going. And they just went straight into the fire zone. They're running in to save people, rescue people. We had 1,700 volunteers who went down there. I managed the dispatch center of Hatzalah. We right away called for 60 more dispatchers, all from Jews, all came from shuls from all around, from Gimachol, from Ramema, from Maturztop, everywhere, they just showed up and started picking up phone calls, phone calls after phone calls. It was all the same phone calls, terrorists outside of my house, all the same phone calls, terrorists outside my house. But once in a while, you have a phone call of someone with chest pains, you have to treat them too. And we had, that day we had, we were treating 2,500 victims of terror, of war, people who were seriously injured, and we had 1,900 emergencies that are not related to anything. So all this we had to manage in one place. Wow. We had to open the bomb shelter. It was it was a chaos. But Baruch Hashem, I could say that United Israel was ready because we always practiced that something could happen, a war could happen. We always do practicing. Never thought it would be such a magnitude of a situation where. We would have this. It was never even in our back. Like it wasn't even a. It wasn't even an option. But uh, unfortunately, we suffered so much. But I'm, I'm so proud of everyone in Amisrael. And I think this is the only way to win, is Achdus. And you know, Fakim was a terrible situation. A lot of people were murdered and hostage for twenty, twenty-five hours. And one of the Hatzela volunteers is a girl. Her name is Penina. And she. She was devastated from this whole thing. And after she finished treating uh, victims and her and our other volunteers, she came over to me through, a, through the head of the, the Fakim of division. And she said, she called me up and she she was crying on the phone. She says, I'm supposed to get married Sunday, today. And she and they canceled all the weddings in the South. No weddings, no events. And she said, I don't know where to get married. I don't have money to make a wedding. I, don't know. I said, don't worry. We're going to make a wedding for you. We had arranged a hot-seller wedding for her in Yerushalayim. Um, Danielle Renov, she's a piece of piece, uh, love and carrots. She's, I called her up. I knew she knows how to arrange things. She found a hall. We found a caterer. We found this. My daughter, Adina, was 15 and a half years old with her 10 friends came to, to wait to do the waiters. They were waiting for, for cleaning up, setting up the place, giving people the food, and then cleaning up after. And this is all volunteers did. It was Akhfus. And then when people heard in Shere that they have a wedding of someone from Mishterot, from Ofakim, and 500 people showed up to the wedding to dance in the shul that they made the wedding in. It's just showing the love that people want to give to each other. Today, it was in Kfar Aza. Kfar Aza was the worst of the worst. 60% of the population were murdered in the worst condition. I don't even want to describe how it was. But you see people coming from everywhere, from Eilat, from Bnei Bra. Hasidim, litvax, Chabad, everyone walking into Faraza and looking how to help. People just want to give. People want to do, people give cookies, you filter fish, herring, whatever they could do, they're, they're giving out. People are just feel like it's about time after so long that we weren't loving each other. It's about time we should start respecting and loving each other. I was in Faraza the morning after, and it was devastating. And all of a sudden, a young guy comes over to me, a young man, definitely not a religious Jew, and he walks over to me and he says, if I'm hungry, he has food. I said, no, no, give it to the soldiers. He was giving away sandwiches he made. I said, give it away to soldiers. And I said to him, sorry, this was not yeah, it was Farazai. He says, I said to him, Give it to, he says, no, I have enough. I have enough. I want to give you two. I tell I want to give you two. I said, where are you from? Where are you from? I want to know. He's coming from all over. He says, I'm from the kibbutz next door, Berry. He's from Berry. Berry was a terrible massacre there. Terrible massacre. I said, you, the, ne- the morning after, you're making sandwiches and giving? He says, I decided I want to do good deeds. I, after what I saw last night, I was miraculously yeah. saved. He was saved. He said, I decided to take a mitzvah on myself. And do good deeds, like you said before. And he was going around after what he went through and going around giving people food. And I don't know if it was kosher or not. I didn't end up eating because I was not eating anything for days after. But he was giving around food that he made just because he wanted to do mitzvah. And I think this is a great opportunity for all of us to to pick up a mitzvah. Find a mitzvah you don't do. Uh, There was many mitzvahs we forget about and we should uh, first of all after the Racha come up with the greatest vitzvah we could do enjoyed this story come again bring a friend storiestoinspire.org